Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Key in the Lake podcast, the premier whiskey podcast without the mention of whiskey in the title whatsoever. The episode we're about to hear is from National Bourbon Day, recorded on June 14th, kind of late in the evening. The Blum Brothers uh, helped us celebrate along with Joe Henry from J. Henry and Sons, Matt Blum, who's one of the co-founders of Blum Brothers, and then Matt Brown, who's appeared on this podcast numerous times, um, is the sales rep for Blum Brothers Bros in Chicago, Illinois, and he also joins us too. We talked about things opening up in the states of Wisconsin and Illinois and how we were basically starting to execute our 2020 plans with those reopenings slowly but surely starting to go, and then how we've all adapted to the industry over the last few months uh, with our sales decreasing from the craft side and seeing what can potentially happen in the future here. But uh, not to waste any more of your time, I'll kind of get right into the episode. We don't really actually do an intro until about 17 minutes into the podcast. We were just kind of drinking, hanging out on a Zoom call um, with the intention to record it for a podcast, but just started going before we ever even got to the point of recording an intro. So I hope you enjoy it. The guys bring a lot of insight. And oh yeah, Wilson Torres, as always, joined me um, to co-host this episode as well. I hope you're being safe out there. Um, we'll hopefully see you soon in the bars and restaurants. Have a good rest of your week. Cheers. Have you guys open your your uh, like for tours and stuff? That's Matt, a question for you, Matt. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, we're kind of kind of open. We are like we've got outdoor seating and like halfway open. Well, you can't go actually in the distillery for tours. Um, we're yeah, we're doing tours. The official word is ten or less. So we're doing mm. tours for nine or less, considering the tour guide. But we've bent the rules a couple times for like a tour of 12 or 13. Allegedly. Alleg- allegedly. 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 It may or may not have happened. Yeah. The I mayor was there. About that. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. What's it? Is your second week being back? Yeah. 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 Uh yeah, June first. So we're we're doing what we can, but you know it's not uh, not like it was for sure. What's what's the community response has been? Um, locally we've we've had a great response. I mean, everybody's you know trying to make a buck, and we've had everybody uh, locally you know representing and helping us out. You know, um, yeah, everyone's doing what they can, and you know we. We helped out the uh, local uh, the local community with hand sanitizers, so everyone's trying to you know kind of pay it forward and help mm-hmm. us out. So it's kind of flip flopped where it used to be, you know, over the past several years, it's been like eighty percent, eighty five percent tourists, and like ten to fifteen percent uh, local community, and that's flip flopped completely. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of cool. That is cool. So uh, you got a lot more of your community now coming through than instead. Well, I mean, I would assume that, yeah. I mean, considering you have the river, you have everything else nearby. I mean, you still mm-hmm. get that, you know, those summer folks and tourism, sort of speak, you know. Mom, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Coming through. Yeah. That's cool. Mama Fleech. <laughs> Mama Fleech <laughs> is coming through hard. Mama Fleech. Yeah. Because... You guys are still in phase three up there, right? Yes. 
Yeah. Okay. So we're all st- yeah. So you're still just patio service. So they're talking about um, phase four being July 1st or maybe even beforehand. If right. everything's kind of right, I saw, continuing. Yeah, I but um, it's a weird thing because phase four would be 50% occupancy for us. So it's like, you know, do we just kind of go with that or do we try and, you know, I mean, we have out, outdoor service. So could that yeah. be the other 50% or do we mm-hmm. expand it to another room? It's, it's. Are you allowed to keep your outdoor service going during phase four or do you have to go back yeah. to normal? Yeah. You're no, allowed to. Can, okay. Yeah, we can. It's yeah. the indoor service that indoor is opened service. up to half. Is your, is your bar considered like a local spot for people already before all this? Um, it's not really a local spot. It's more of a touristy spot, but yeah. like uh, a destination. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can't really, you can't really like walk up to it. You have to drive like kind of out of town. True. Well, don't hill. you guys have that like satellite bar like on the on the strip in Galena? It's a, oh the information center. It's the information it's desk. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> kind of just uh, so funny enough. Of that's just <laughs> kind of a little billboard on Main Street. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of just a little billboard on Main Street, but we are looking <laughs> for real estate like right now because we the way the Illinois laws changed uh, January 1st, we can open a bar on Main Street. Oh, so nice. We're looking Sick. for real estate right now. Information spot's going to become a bar? Wow. <laughs> I don't think it's big <laughs> enough, but we're, we're looking for something. But hey, it's weird because all like... five of us in there and serve alcohol, then it's fucking big enough. I'm moving to Galena. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm right there. Absolutely. But I mean, I, I already applied. It's and weird I got because me. like... It's Don't weird because my like, fucking Matt Brown Wilson. <laughs> the distillery, we can only serve our spirits. We cannot serve beer or wine yeah. or any yeah. other alcohol. If we open up a secondary location on Main Street, then you we are can able. serve our spirits and we can also serve beer and wine. Is that the new satellite yeah. location laws like that came into effect this year? Yeah. Yeah. So, the new- first. so yeah. we we won't we still won't be able to ser- serve any like craft beers at the distillery, but we could like on main street. Like, yeah. Just make your own Weird, right? craft beer. That's cool. Yeah. How, uh, how do you think they're going to approach? Do you think uh, we'll be able to start shipping stuff nationally because of this? I doubt that'll ever happen. That's just such yeah. a, that's just such a huge like hole driven through the, uh, through the distributors and they'll never give away that power they'll never budge on that even i mean there's so many wineries that that's how they make all their money it's like are you talking about like direction you go to napa and like they don't even have distributors no but the but the distributors the distributors try to keep us us spirits under such a tight wrap because they know that if we did that we could make uh so much more money Dude, the than margin we could sell is them. fucking awesome right i mean hmm. so that that's what it really is we're the last we're the last kind of thing that they can control and they don't even control us anymore like as recently as like six years ago five six years ago um you know the distributors would make the brands you know when new brands would come into the market yeah. distributors would kind of make or break them 
but now it's not the case. I mean, honestly, like uh, me and you are the prime examples of that. <laughs> yeah. Like, how so? I'm, I, I don't understand that point at all. How's how, I guess was the question about direct shipping? Yeah. So interstate. Internet, or so, interstate? So, interstate. so uh, shipping from your distillery across state lines, like most okay. of the wineries in California do, you join their wine club and they send you 12 bottles every freaking year where gotcha. you buy all you, you, and Kentucky's the only one that can do it right now. The only state, correct? Right I now. So. I mean, yeah. yeah. From what and, I but I guess what you guys are, are arguing is that the companies have more power these days versus uh, over to the distributor versus the opposite from five, six years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I would say the distributors just have such a stranglehold right now over their, over their, um, what do you call it? Over their suppliers. Yeah. Oh, wait, well, what did what, I just say? No. You were talking the about. Distributors used to have way more, way more yeah. of a, okay, is that what I said? Okay, cool. Yeah. But now it's, it's Figure so this shit out. They're so diffuse. I'm sorry. I'm looking at something on my computer. Yeah. Something very alluring. Ooh, nice. But um, it's, it's a justice industry. Porn, baby. So diffuse. Porn is tight. There are so many craft brands. It's not like the distributors used to pick, you know, their winners and losers, you know? Yeah. You know, they get behind you and just like fucking um, shoot you through the roof. And that just doesn't happen. There's too many brands. So the brand building is done on the streets by guys like us and not the distributor anymore. Well, yeah. I think social media has played a lot in that too, where we give a lot of power to do our own advertising in that sense. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then, go ahead. It's free. That's the biggest it's thing. Fucking free. It wasn't. A, it was so much more expensive to market a brand before social mm -hmm. media became a thing. No doubt. Yep. Like, well, I'm sure too. Like Matt, you can speak on it. Is that the tourism aspect of everything? Where where destination spots, those distilleries, or places everybody wants to go? Yeah, it's it's a weird thing right now. Um, yeah, people are coming into Galena. People are you know sick of being at home. Um, people are ready to go, but. Yeah, distilleries are like, you know, they're a, they're a draw. People want to come and check things out, but um, you want to be a fun place for people to go hang out. Yeah, but you also Here. want it to be like safe and responsible for everybody. Mm -hmm. What's your plan, Joe, up the farm? We uh, we opened at twenty five percent capacity like last week. Oh wow! What's for what's business? that? What's that as far as what, how many hey, like Joe, what does uh, max for a tour? Joe, mm -hmm. what what does uh Wisconsin allow you to do right now? Uh twenty five percent capacity. So, so you're following the Wisconsin Yeah, and we're even trimming that down a little bit to be a little safer even than the guidelines. I mean, we could have opened up like a month ago, but we chose to just wait a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's not worth it for us to like, if something happened and somebody got sick at our place, like we'll, we'll close back up if we need to. Yeah. So for the 25% capacity, is that, what's that for? Cause aren't your bars wide open? Yeah. That's the thing is like outside of uh, like Dane in Milwaukee and uh like a couple counties mm -hmm. um most places are just like wide open people don't even care like i said the water parks are open like yeah right 
that's that I could be wrong, but that just sounds like a terrible place to go hang out right at the end of a pandemic or a supposed oh, end of it. You know what I mean? Worst. And like all these bars in Northern Wisconsin and anywhere kind of outside of any of the bigger cities have like maybe never even closed. Like you never really know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's a good point. You go up to like Hayward or near the UP and shit like that. Like fucking what's Corona. They don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> right especially when there are no cases in their counties either yeah exactly they're like yeah. okay what the hell do i have to worry about like there's nothing going wrong in my hometown and i can't see it yeah yeah which, seg- which segue is really interesting to what's happening on my neighborhood right now in lakeview in chicago where okay. we're doing the dine out series of essentially creating a street festival um, on about five city blocks down one main street, even though we canceled all of our street festivals for the summertime. Wait, and what? It's basically, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so all, all the street festivals are canceled <laughs> in hey, Chicago. Jake's neighborhood is the... Uh, the but we're, we're having a street yeah. festival, though? Pretty much. Um, our city, our neighborhood is a t- literally one, 20 feet out my door is like just a festival happening pretty much all weekend. Right now? Yeah. No shit. What so, the fuck? <laughs> yeah. But, um, so everything's outdoor. It's all outdoor seating extended from the restaurants that are open and the bars that are open that aren't just a tavern license into the street, about 10 feet into the street, having chairs all set up that way. And no one's wearing masks. Everyone's just hanging out. People are walking down the street illegally with open containers. No one knows like if it's illegal or legal. Cars are, are coming down all the different side streets in different directions. Um, and at, But bars and restaurants are making some money back, but I don't know if it's necessarily what you call a successful campaign. I was talking to one of the liquor store owners um, yes, last night, and he said, this is better than Pride. When it comes down out here every year, Damn. this is better than Christmas right now. He goes, my cooler in the back is empty, so whatever's in the cooler right now, you can see, is what I'm going to sell for the rest of the night. And he's like, I'll probably that's run out of beer. Left. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and it was intended for the bars and restaurants to kind of make some money back after three months of closure, but which they're really busy. Right. I mean, I went to um, wild right here for uh, lunch this afternoon. And after an yeah. hour of being open, they already had a 45 minute wait list. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like dry yeah. hop, dry I mean, hop had, yesterday, they had a, had a 15 minute line to get to a 30 minute wait list. Then to get your reservation wait. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. <laughs> so it takes but, you an hour and a half just to get a table. Pretty much. But wow. I think people but people are obviously excited to go back and it's awesome to see that demand is here. But yeah, if we're gonna be doing this, why don't we just open the bars and restaurants to half capacity because everyone's on top of each other anyway? We're outdoors, but right. at the same time, um this neighborhood's because everyone's coming from all over the city. I've never seen any yeah. Lamborghinis and Porsches that are driving through my neighborhood right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're parking through. You're years. like the only neighborhood that's open and up and doing shit like this. Well, it's a yeah, test. It's, it's, I guess it's a test neighborhood. Yeah. Um, I think they're, they're, so we're doing it next weekend again, Friday through Sunday. And I believe another neighborhood is going to open up next week too, but I wouldn't know if they would necessarily deem this successful or not. What's I'm everyone sorry. drinking? I, I showed you what I'm out. drinking. I for, I walked away, so I don't know. Mm. I'm not sure. Mm. So, so 
Wilson's drinking Chicago Select Union Horse, obviously. Um, always showing his own brand. New Glarus, what we got up there, Joe? Yeah, I'm going to go get yeah. another one. Keep mm, this little spotty, going, little spotty cow. Little spotty cow, Don't you know call what? out Give my me a second. I'm going to join Joe in the spotty cow. Well, yeah. and also get a get some oh, bourbon for get some bourbon for National Bourbon Day. Bourbon National Day is it a National Bourbon Day? You want some yeah. bourbon too? Right, yeah, it is National Bourbon. Oh, one yeah, of those good bottles too. Bourbon. One of those damn good bottles. Yeah, those um, that uh, what's that ten year old bottle? What yeah. how old was that bottle? Ten years. So Matt, you have an Elijah Craig. Is it a barrel pick? Yeah, it's a barrel proof. Oh, is that uh, the full proof? Yeah, so it's hundred and thirty proof. Shit. I haven't been um, drinking a lot lately, so but I'm excited to get into uh, the Elijah Craig barrel proofs are always my some of my right. favorites. So great, great bang for your buck too. Oh. Absolutely. How much is a foolproof? Fifty. Sixty usually. Yeah. Fifty nine ninety nine, um, I think. In typical key in the lake fashion, we should probably do our intro about thirty minutes into the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, for if you've been listening already for, I'm not sure how long we've been recording so far. Um, <laughs> I am Jake Hookie, the host of this podcast slash um, co-host of this Zoom call. Thank you, Matt, for upgrading me to that. That's awesome. He's not, he's not, he's not listening. He's not listening. And, uh, with me, as always, is Wilson Torres of Union Horse Distilling Co. Hey, young world. And all the way up in Wisconsin is Joe Henry of J. Henry and, and Sons. Yeah. He's completely sober right now. Oh, my God. His eyes are so small. <laughs> the young man who put this whole thing together, Matthew D. Brown, is back on the podcast after a long, long delay. Matthew D. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> what's the d stand for today what's the Dathew. Dathew. and the my, blank my name is matthew Dathew brown and the the gentleman <laughs> with the blank square right now of his backyard um in a, in a dark blue sky is that Matt looks Blum, like a nice who, little sunroom that he's got there I, yeah, I it's actually pretty it. dope that looks That's fun right yeah. but Matt, been there Matt wilson Blum, who's, no sir <laughs> no i have not but it, it looks screened in and i kind of want to sit out there yeah, I kind of want to sit out there and have a cigar yeah. with Matt. That sounds great. And Mama Fleech. Well. Yeah. <laughs> and Mama Fleech. <laughs> What's that damn bar called? Dylan's. 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 Have you guys <sighs> ever been to Dylan's in the West in the West Loop? Oh yeah, that's where I was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, God, that place was right by my Cigna sales office, and it's such a shitty bar. But like, there was this one old old guy that loved going there. Mm. So we'd find I'd find myself there at like nine p.m. just <laughs> drunk from happy hour, and then and then we'd go to uh, J Tap. That place oh. legit. Ooh. Spotted cow. Oh man! Where's J Tap? National Bourbon Day, Matt. What do you? What's what? Jay Henry is that? Jefferson Tap, right near like Carnival. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh 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 yeah yeah, yeah. Jefferson yeah. Tap. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah yeah. What uh? Ratchet, what Jay Hen- Ratchet times. What Jay Henry are you drinking? Ten years. Uh, I'm stealing some of my parents' anniversary bottle. Oh no. <laughs> Fill fill it up with water so they don't know. That's what I was just gonna yeah. say. <laughs> fill it up with iced tea. I'm gonna mark the line. Yeah, dude. Mark it. Mark I'm it. drinking some Booker's Kentucky Chew. Oh, nice. Mm. I like that. That um, that release is really nice. Yeah. Yeah, that, that one, one is really good. So 
Can I tell a fun story? So you see, uh, you see the name on Matt Brown's uh, photo, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, I, I just know. noticed that one. So he does that on occasion. and mm. uh, For business calls? Uh, there were, I think it's about four weeks ago, we launched in Kentucky. And Ooh. I'm like, Matt Brown, Friday morning, we're getting on a Zoom call <laughs> with uh, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. We're getting on a Zoom call with the Kentucky Salesforce, like our new, new Kentucky distribution team. They're all getting on. We're going to do this. He's like, all right, I'm there. And we uh, we get on and uh, boom, everybody's on. And they're like, okay, we have, uh, we have, hey guys, look who just joined. It's uh, Matt Blom and Pee Pee Poo Poo. <laughs> yeah. That happened. <laughs> He's no like, shit. and you can feel him. Oh, You're like, oh, are you serious? Quick. Furious fingers quickly. He's like, oh god, did it show it? I'm like, yeah, it showed it. The funny, <laughs> the funny thing about that is, I didn't realize that you guys had noticed because my audio wasn't working. So I looked terrified because before <laughs> I even knew that you guys, that had epic. My name was Pee Pee Poo Poo. I thought I had tricked you. <laughs> tricked him. How well, I yeah. wasn't tricking anybody. I no. wasn't tricking anyone, no. Okay. <laughs> if that was the intent, that's not going to work. It didn't work. <laughs> so, Joe, what has been the response up in Wisconsin with everything kind of opening in certain places, but other places being a little more um, laid back well, in their approach? it's kind of like um, – like most nicer restaurants and stuff are still playing it very conservatively. Uh, so like everywhere kind of like in downtown Milwaukee and like around the Capitol and in Madison are still closed. Oh, okay. It's like right when you get out of those uh, like urban areas, like a little more country, then yeah. stuff is open. Like the, like the three local bars in Dane are open and you can go there for lunch and stuff hmm. but it's like they got nothing to worry about like all their business is on locals in the community like nobody's driving up from chicago to go to go to the local bar in dane i think maybe they are there's a few i know that have gone up there yeah there's people that have made that trek i'm sure right so so I mean, Joe, we had we people, about, we had people uh, from Chicago in our tasting room last week. Can we talk about Bennett's Meadowood Country Club in Madison? No. Been there. You guys know that place? No. No. Corn in the Morn, it was called. Corn in the oh. Morn. Smut and eggs. Smut and eggs. eggs. So yeah. there's a place in Madison called Bennett's Meadowood Country Club. And it's like this little dive bar. And okay. they had smut and eggs, porn in the morning. And yeah. you go there and you order eggs and hash browns and they play hardcore porn. So you're watching, oh. yeah. you're watching it all. <laughs> but the uh, there's a new owner, apparently. And mm. uh, several weeks ago, he came out and they interviewed him. Newspaper interviewed him. And he said, they, they said, why have porn in the morning? He said, it's better than a gay bar and you can print that. Oh, yeah. what? 
So there's and no gay That doesn't porn. even make sense. Yeah, and they yeah. printed that it. That doesn't make any sense. That's what he said. He says, <laughs> it's better in a gay bar, and you can print oh, it. And he God, printed it. Dude. And guess what? No more porn in the morning. It's been going on ah, for like 30 years, uh, and now it's all gone. It's all gone. No, oh, damn. I don't know, man. That's what happened to America's sensibilities? Statement. Gay bars are pretty fucking fun. I have. You heard it here. They drink. They drink several they drink a lot. It is fun. Bar. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I drink for yeah. free. Gay bars. What right. Oh, right. Dude, the only place that I do. <laughs> I'm gonna guess. Uh, I'm gonna guess Joe Henry drinks for free at gay bars too. Oh, I'm I would. I would say 100. I tried to. And at Dylan's. <laughs> no, he paid they that. Me extra. He definitely. I paid for all eight, eight of those domestic light beers. I paid for mm. all. Of them. What a, what a what a flight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Matt Brown, you missed the uh, the domestic beer flight that we had at Dylan's, <laughs> or that I had ver- at Dylan's. A vertical you know, series. thing, Matt Brown. A vertical taste. So we've had uh, the Galena Whiskey Weekend for three years, right? <laughs> Guess who's too cool for Galena Whiskey Weekend? Pee pee poo poo. Not me. Pee pee poo poo. I'm not too cool. Pee-pee Way too cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think he kind of he 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 was talking shit about Galena that week. He that was talking, yeah. we're talking. Hey man, so what, where can we go? What do we do? He goes. Ah, All I know ooh. is the event. The event was great. It was awesome. It was a great. Event. After the after great party was there, where man. it's at. It was the but, key in the lake after party. It was, was like after party. It was. I, it I was may have never been doing it. Wilson. I might have been it doing was, a tasting uh, at the bar. <laughs> Joe Henry, it was Matt Blom. We uh, down. We did a pretty fleet, good job. The fleeches. I, I had a vertical macro light beer tasting. <laughs> right. I heard about this. Right. It was great. It was I've awesome. I've never drank so many macro brews in my life. The next and, morning I woke up and went to my car and there's a piece of pizza still in the box in the back seat. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I woke up after lots of me picked me up and there was a whole pizza in the back seat. Yeah. That makes yeah, sense. You, sure I think yeah, your wife picked you up. You would have stayed and been an absolute oh, yeah. mess. Yeah. Oh, I totally would have picked stayed. you up at that point. Yeah. I would have seen that thing through the, to the end. I was like, have somebody there. Some, uh, we don't come here that much. Only like 20 times a year. <laughs> <laughs> That's like every other week. Yeah. I remember you're breaking down the math to them. And they're like, Oh, okay. Well, we're not here every night, but <laughs> every other night. <laughs> oh. So how is it going into Kentucky for you guys, Matt? Yeah, that's interesting. Um, you know what? So we're in, you know, several states. And uh, years ago, we went into Tennessee. And it was mm-hmm. like, it's Tennessee. You know, it's a tough one to go into. And we did really, really well in Tennessee. And ever since we've been in Tennessee, we've done super well. So um, we moved into Kentucky and we sold them. I sent them four pallets, um, one pallet of bourbon, one pallet of rye, and then two mixed pallets of gin, vodka, hellfire, stuff like that. Um, After, Five days, they called me and they said, we need another pallet of bourbon, another pallet of rye. Nice. For and you I was guys. like, holy shit. Like, Kentucky, awesome. you know? I was and like, during, okay. All right. And during we'll do quarantine, so we had, that's awesome. Which was great because those were, you know, really big, um, really big orders, especially during this whole pandemic. Yeah. You know, when 
when things have been slow and nobody's moving a lot of product, it was great to have those sales um, to bring in our revenue stream. But um, even better just to be in Kentucky and to do well, you know, instead of just kind of hanging out and being in Kentucky, Mm -hmm. um, to have them come back and say, we sold a pallet of bourbon, we sold a pallet of rye in five days, so we need more. That, That was awesome. That What's that? Awesome. 80, eight, how many cases is a pallet for you guys? Is that 80? Uh, 80. Yep. 80? Okay. Yeah. Nice. That's just awesome. optimistic reference, too, where we're all talking about, you know, all the comfort brands are coming off the shelves, but you guys can enter into the best whiskey market possibly in America and come up, yeah. you know, send more than you. It'll be moving. And, you yeah. know, it's cool because, you know, we obviously we had a lot of success with our old fangled Nodder bourbon line and you know, that? Source, the source products and whatnot. <laughs> So it's really cool to go into Kentucky with our own distillate and yeah. you know have a have a success story. That's super that's cool. Awesome. Really, it is very really cool. excited for that. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Who are those two dudes uh, from Tennessee that drove that always drive up for the whiskey weekend? It's uh, <laughs> Justin and James. Yeah, um, those guys. Yeah. So Justin cool. and James, they used to uh, they used to run Carruthers in. Mm. Uh, in uh the national market national area. then they ended up opening opening up uh barrels and brews and they had some issues with the uh the owners of uh, the main owner owners of barrels and brews so they broke off they're not a part of that anymore and uh james and another guy mike Hines, uh several of those guys opened up a company called nashville brewing company or nashville barrel company and okay. they're basically sourcing, so uh, sourcing some like different things. Of and, of that, I think. What's that? They, those speakeasy guys, I think, just got a couple of, like private barrels of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, they've done a couple private barrels and nice. really good stuff. They're they're picking out some great barrels and have some great stuff coming out. So, yeah, Nashville Barrel uh, Company, good stuff coming out. Cool. Great yeah, guys. guys. Great guys. Great, great yeah, they were really cool to talk. Better guys. Yeah. Yeah, really yeah. like really good guys who appreciate bourbon and love it and rye and they're doing some cool stuff for sure yeah, they're really and, and, great right the, and they love it for the right reasons like uh they're not you know try, they didn't come into this trying to hip, hitch their apple wagon onto the brightest star yes they really Correct. they really believe in everything every move that they make which is to, to say to say the least uh, refreshing. <laughs> like mm. when I met them, I like, I don't know what I was expecting, but for mm-hmm. them to talk with such candor about their own picks and like their, um, their opinions, uh, about the industry was really great and opinions lightly held. Like they weren't like, they weren't, they weren't rolling up to you being like, Hey, Buffalo Trace sucks or anything like that. It was, <laughs> right. it, you know, it, um, my favorite, my favorite conversations are one to have with people who um, have strong opinions lightly held, you know, right. who come to you with a point of view, but are willing to, um, willing to like fledge it out with you. Yeah. I think it's really they're, cool. And it's they're rare. Guys. They're always they're... so eloquent, Matt. God damn. What's I didn't understand the fucking word he said. You were talking so to Poo Poo right then, were you? Yeah, yeah. Matt Brown cut out. Anybody yeah. hear that? I didn't, hear, I didn't hear a goddamn thing from him. So what did you say uh, for the last five minutes? Mouthful of fucking cheese, and he keeps watching whatever he's watching on that, that screen. They're good dudes. They they're actually coming up uh, in like two to three weeks. Uh, oh, 
So we're just oh, really? so am I, so am I then I guess. Yeah, come on, come on you guys. Yeah, come on out. We so we are just finishing um, several weeks of rum distillation. So we're doing oh, cool. some rum. Um, we filled up rum barrels uh, almost three years ago. So we oh. have some dark rum coming out. Joe Henry's yawning again, by the way. Yeah, um, I might need to go to bed soon. I'm just <laughs> such a puss, uh, bitch right now. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. god! I love it. Like shit. We are—we're uh, doing some clear rum, <laughs> and we're finishing the clear rum distillation this uh, next week. And uh, after that, we're going to be getting back to whiskey distillation, whiskey. which uh, we're going to be getting back into rye in a couple weeks here. Yeah. So, nice. um, James Guys, and I've uh, tried the light. I've tried the white rum, and it mm-hmm. is very good. I think says, it, I think says the guy who works for the company. Hey, I've never says said the guy who gets paychecks believe. from Blum yeah, Brothers. Dude, you still pay him to promote this stuff. Hey Matt, do you get do you guys add additional sugar at the end to the to the rum distillate? No. 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 Nope. Okay. Nope. Nope. We have the we've got that uh punchy black molasses that comes from oh, the way yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so we we keep it real with the with the molasses and keep uh, it real. And yeah. uh, hot off the press, we also just decided this past uh, two weeks, and we bought some uh, we bought some materials. And we're doing a little agave spirit. So we'll oh, have a all right, coming out of the bar here soon. Wow. Yeah, that's nice. That I'd like to hear that. Just that's for fun, we're not. It won't that's be distributed. Fun. It'll just be like something at the bar. Yeah, like that's cool. room, kind of like your, yeah, your just, vodka. Yeah, I mean Wilson just had the uh, the absinthe this past week, right? You made some yep. yeah, bomb we made, ass cocktails yeah. with that. We made some phenomenal cocktails with it. It was delicious. Yeah, that's you make awesome. absinthe. Yeah, uh, yeah. we made um, remember the main cocktails uh, mm. with it. Mm. I love it. It was fucking delicious. It was really really good. So that's, that's one of fun. my favorite all time cocktails. Yeah, that's a fun guys, part. I've never had Even one. We're, I never we're had mostly, one. Lindsay put them together, and I was like, "What?" They're great. That, yeah. That's a fun part. Even though we're, uh, you know, Mike and I are whiskey guys at heart. We yeah. love craft Allegedly. anything. You know? Yeah. So we're doing some. You know, we take a lot of pride in the rum we made and put in barrels that's been aging. You know, yeah, that's almost something. three years. So we'll have a dark rum here at some that point. Sounds over. great. We have a clear rum that would be coming out just you know just at the bar and maybe sell some bottles at the distillery but not yeah. distribute it you know and now we're just kind of doing some agave spirit just so we can up our cocktail game at the distillery yeah. you know? nice. that's sweet man is yeah. it the uh so that that molasses you get that deep is that coming down from louisiana or are you getting it from the caribbean 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 yeah. mm. yep. does it right much easier to work with it now than in the the colder months of the year too, as oh yeah, Absolutely. we experienced that one time with the heating jackets you have to put on the molasses for days. Well, no, that's where you're wrong, my friend. That's when I oh. get inside the barrels of molasses okay. and I kind of churn around. I like mm. kick and I punch oh. and I just yeah, that's and no I just way warm now. it all up. That's Porn no in the morning is back. Porn in I'll the morning is back. All, all <laughs> Porn in the morning, baby. Porn in the morning with pee pee poo poo. Michael in a live <laughs> rum barrel with Mike molasses. Unicycle in place in that barrel for a while. <laughs> mm. Matt, it, back to the to the quick 
to the absinthe, you guys, you guys grow all those herbs, right? For the majority yeah. of it that you use. Yeah, we, yeah, we grow them all. We have, uh, so when we bought, you know, the past, um, I, you know, honestly, the past uh, seven years we've been open, we've been storing barrels on site and we have a yeah. room that our barrel room can store about, eh, about 750 barrels. And at the end of 2019, we were like, had like 800 barrels. 800. Yeah. Like, we're shoving, More them, than shoving them under desks and, yeah. you know, in the middle of our production area, just shoving Up them anywhere we could. They're so, everywhere. <laughs> um, we ended up buying a giant pole barn. It was the old, uh, territory vet clinic. It was, uh, an old like horse and small animal veterinary clinic. And we bought their, uh, facility and bought the little building and the big pole barn that was attached to it. And we can store about, eh, about 22 to 2300 barrels there. Wow. So we've That's moved, awesome. we've already moved about 500 barrels over and we've got yeah. damn near close to 500 barrels back at our site that we're still trying to move over. And, yeah. uh, yeah, we're just, uh, That's fucking sweet, dude. Yeah. And I live in, and I live in that barn. No, you yeah. don't. I made a little, I made a little bed of straw and I just kind of mm. curl up there <laughs> and then every morning, and then every morning, Johnny comes over with a bucket of water and <laughs> pretty much throws so it over me, and I get to work. Honestly, thus far, it's been like all our <laughs> barrels that Mike and I have a couple boats hanging out in there. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Barrels and boats. Barrels and boats. Barrels and boats. Barrels and barrels. That's very true. That's what Galena does best. Barrels and boats. This past week we had uh we had literally at one point we had three three boats in the building. And and two barrels. How about like twenty footers? Like like five hundred barrels. Shit. It evens out. Yeah, you know, boats, barrels, same shit. Just see how many barrels you can actually pour out into a boat. (laughs) <laughs> that's right oh yeah right. you think What's we'll even be able to do of one pontoon <laughs> <laughs> go do the math on your own God, i'm not doing think, any math tonight do you think we'll be able to actually do events in january like galena whiskey weekend by then so that's uh a lot of people have asked us like yeah so galena whiskey weekend is that happening honestly the answer is i haven't even we've got uh, we've got a few partners in that and we haven't even talked about it yet. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, how's it's family kinda, deer feel about it. What's that? How's, uh, what's that guy's name at family beer? Tim. Tim. Tim yeah. Yeah. Tim, he is fan beer. Uh, he's one of our partners in it. We haven't even had a conversation yet. Right. We haven't even talked about it yet. Yeah. But, I just talked uh, to yeah, one of it's our... still pretty far out. It's, it's far out and who knows, you know, in January, I mean, you know, there's a lot of things that have been canceled in July, canceled in August, but January's ways out. So, right, you know, who knows? Well, I, I think we'll end up doing something, but I don't know what the occupancy will equate to. I don't know if right. they'll say we have to, you know, hold off and do half the normal crowd. I don't know. It's kind of too early to tell. Instead of two sessions, four shorter sessions with lower occupancy, like 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, we may we may end All up doing like. Wait. You don't even come up here to work the fucking thing, dude. Yeah, fuck yeah. off. Yeah, bro, he doesn't even show up. He doesn't like, even show like, up. What we should yeah, do. Matt Brown, like, stays event, home. Like, I'm just going to hang out with my, with my daughter and my <laughs> wife. Watch Disney what if I just take off all my clothes? Is that what you guys want? Is that what you guys want me to do? <laughs> no, yes, no. take off all my clothes. That is what we do want. Yeah, that's what we wanted the whole time. That is Oh my god! Well, the reason why I ask, I had a, a meeting this week with one of our agencies that we do a lot of national events with, and uh, they're trying to basically pivot into doing stuff from August to December, but doing a much more of a smaller scale and kind of doing like a speed dating style of events where you can sit down with like with a brand representative at a table of ten, a large table, and talk to the brand for ten minutes and so, and then ring a bell and move on to the next table where another brand is at and hang out that way. Damn good time. Oh my god, yeah. So but yeah, can, I don't know. We, we might end up together. doing like uh we might end up doing like uh instead of two sessions, we may end up doing four. I don't I, yeah. it, it kind of depends it's like an hour each. Yeah, I, I brought the Jamie Duffy. Early. I mean that's that's January, right. you know, we're yeah. sitting here now in June. It, we've got we a little to survive time to this first. We've yeah. got a little yeah. we've got a little time to figure it out. What's your plan up in Wisconsin, Joe? I don't know. I mean, I'll do whatever, whatever it takes, but I mean, most, most like bars and liquor stores, like they don't want to, I, it's sort of like inappropriate, I think for me to like try and go and sell stuff mm-hmm. right now. I agree. Know? What do you mean inappropriate? They're selling shit. Yeah. But I just, I feel like it's an unnecessary risk for me to, like go hang out in a bar all night and try and like oh well Jay I mean, Henry, yeah know? right no i mean i i don't i don't agree with that either but i what i think here still in in illinois obviously we're, we're still you know phase two obviously so you know i don't see many of us going out there three. actively phase trying three three, three baby phase three, whatever you know uh, trying to sell i mean i am I guess well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'll go, I'll go help talk, out any but... any of my any of my like partners that mm-hmm. that want help, but at the same time, it's like you can only have twenty five percent capacity. Like, I don't need to be one of those twenty five percent people. I For agree. sure. Let yeah. let yeah, your, I... you know general cult, like regulars get in there. Let people that have been starved for this a little longer, you know, like it sucks for us. Cause we literally live in bars and liquor stores like totally. all day. Uh, but at the same point, it's like, it almost feels like a little selfish if I'm like taking that opportunity away from somebody who doesn't have as much like who doesn't do it as often, if that makes any sense. Go to, the, sure. go to the bar or sell? Yeah, like I, if, no, if go I'm going to go to a bar and it's like, all right, are you going to let this guy in or are you going to let me in to get to your 25% capacity? Oh, like, don't, I, don't worry I, about My me. point was more towards the actual the sales side of it. Like, you know, you going out there and representing the brand to those already established, you know, partners mm-hmm. that you have. You're talking, but you're talking off-prem, right, Wilson? Yeah, I'm talking about off-prem, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know when we're going to be able to do like liquor store tastings again. No, not no, this year. Not this Matt Brown, year. what are you seeing in Chicago not at all this year? With like, I, I've Matt even Brown. looked what at buying in Chicago like, with like on premise 
tasting. Matt, Matt hasn't left his bunker in 10 months. I'm down here. Um, I, no, I think you're, I think you're dead on. Well, with, with off-premise and tastings, it's like, like Joe says, it's like, you have to, you have to, um, have that fine line of, um, like, you don't want to be distasteful. Yeah. You know? So it's like, you don't want to advocate too much for in-store tastings or like, even a even a um, like a no buy or something to retaste some things because you don't want to be the weirdo who could potentially like yeah you know break open this whole thing for someone and introduce their entire family to COVID nineteen. So yeah, exactly. you just want to be you want to be really sensitive to like you know where someone could be at because you really don't know you don't know inside how seriously they're taking this or whatever mm-hmm. and you know that they are thinking the same thing with their customers. They don't want to be the first store on the block or in the neighborhood to, um, to like say like, Hey, we're back open. Let's do some in-store tastings because they know how badly that can be perceived too to their clientele. Yep. So I just, even, even more than usual, which is like for the past three years, I've, or I've like been leaning way into just like putting the ball into the buyer's court and kind of let them dictate like tell me their needs for the for um like if you want me to come to a tasting i'll come to a tasting but i'm not gonna push the subject on anybody oh a hundred percent you know what i mean uh, if you want me to come in there and support i'll i'll happily gladly do it and i'm excited to do stuff like that but i'm also not gonna be the one to be like, let's hey, do let's this. do this. Let's get this going. Yeah, let's you know, shit's opening back up. Let's get a couple tastings scheduled. I'm not gonna like push the envelope. Well, I think the benefit no. to all of us is that we're the smaller brands where like our bottles aren't flying off the shelf, so we don't need like those comfort brands coming into. We don't need Maker's Mark Nabinis to do a tasting right now. But no. oh man, I think we live and die by doing tastings. Oh, I, gr- least, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. like craft. N- not- that's the thing during during this whole pandemic like you know the whole everyone knows liquor sales are way up but yeah, right. craft craft liquor sales are way down yeah you have to look you know, really all, mi- micro the are, numbers yeah people are buying handles of tito's and handles yeah. of captain morgan and nobody's buying the craft spirits right now but right. um you know we're we're hopefully going to Hopefully now with tourism kind of starting to get some blood in it again, hopefully people are going to start buying. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. No, I think it's, uh, it's, it's a hard subject to breach though with buyers and anybody in retail. I was just in Benny's the other day and there were some good customers in there. You know, I, God damn it. Matt Brown. <laughs> Fucking Matt Brown. Uh, always brings my concentra- concentration, but they were getting more attention than I could even get at the time with the buyers because they're the ones you know they're coming in and buying six bottles and i'm just popping in there to buy a bottle for the weekend and try to say hello yeah but where's that where's that fine line between trying to do business during a pandemic when everyone's in a face mask yeah. you can hear the music in the background we're all I mean, that's the thing i mean business is still being done yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god. Alright, I'm gonna go pass out. Alright. Joe. Deuces, Good to see Joe. you, buddy. I love you guys. Hi, Joe. Love you too, buddy. Chicago's starting to open back up. Let's let's get let's get together. Come Once down like, to Delilah's my opens back up or something. Or you guys can come to the fucking water parks and we can tear it up in Wisconsin. Ooh, now. ride some slides. Joe. Oh. Joe, when yeah. Delilah's is back open, let's do a uh Dude. Let's do it. J. Henry, Blum Brothers, uh, let's Union do something. Union Horse, cool. Star Wars. Let's do a little four-way bender. Yeah. 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 I, can, I can finally have my art show there that was supposed to happen the day before the <laughs> pandemic happened. <laughs> he still has all, he still has you all your prints, doesn't he? Let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> I can't wait uh, to see you guys. Yeah, it's going to be great. See you later, man. Sweet dreams. Take it easy, Joe. Yeah. Sweet dreams, buddy. <laughs> mm. Are you done playing the banjo? Uh, for now, Goodness. for now, but I mean, back to the point, I mean, everyone's still doing business. So why is it, yeah. why would it be bad on our point on our part to try to do business as well? No. It, yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that point. It's right. not bad. It's just, it's weird US. doing it in a mask. You get, like, do you even know who I it am? Sucks doing it in a mask. <laughs> You're like, I think the, the smart tap to take, is being as conservative and um respectful as possible with people's space and like with their health concerns and it's a very frustrating and it's very and it's a very frustrating uh way to take it because this job is so personal you know Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. built on handshakes and like i'm just gonna say that how 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 awkward is it where you can't go shake someone's hand to say hello? Shaking their hand. I'm, I'm hugging people. I, oh, a lot of times I'm giving them a little kiss on the cheek. No, but I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of handshakes, but yeah, like there, I will, I will say there are some buyers who I would really enjoy hugging right now. So, but you know, it's, I don't know. It sucks, man. Like yeah, you want, uh, yeah. What else, what else can you really say? You know, you just got, you have to play the hand you're dealt and just keep adapting and adapting and adapting. We haven't talked that much over the quarantine. What have you done the most, do you think, to adapt to it all? Um, hmm. How have I adapted? Honestly, that's tough because, like, what I did yeah, – I can't even really remember what I was doing at the beginning of the mm-hmm. quarantine. I wasn't seeing like any new accounts for like two months. I was just maintaining relationships. Right. And now what I'm doing is like with new accounts, I'm like, Hey, I got the bottles in my car. You're more than welcome to try some. Um, after I, you can grab them yourself and grab a cup, but I, I, I'm not going to hand hand you anything personally. We can try that. And then I tell them, like, I've tried to become more scientific about it, too. So I broke down, like, my existing account, like, spreadsheet by zip code. And I've been, like, and I've tried to be more scientific about, about it. And I've been, like, hey, restaurants around here do really well, but I don't really have a good off-premise account. Like, you could be, you could be that account where you're crushing it. And, mm. you know, so try to... <clears throat> try to really or 
the other side of that too is be like, hey, this zip code is really popping up, popping off for um, Blumbro's accounts, and um, you know, I'd like to, I'd really like to show you our stuff because I think you could move some of it. You know, like, yeah. um, so just trying to work smarter, and then they'll just a little, not harder. Just that, yeah, just to limit my exposure too, like. Um, if I've seen like three accounts and I was in one of them for like an hour and a half, like, Hey, I can't really push it. Like I was inside an enclosed space with a bunch of other people for an hour and a half, even if I was six feet away from them and breathing through my stupid scarf, like, okay, sit in my car for a while and do and send emails and then go one more place and go home, you know? Yeah. So just try to really vary my approach every day too. I think gone are the days where I could hit like 13 places in one day and you know, <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's, not mean, gonna, yeah. it's not really going to happen. Yeah. My right. calls have dressed, have dropped significantly because of it, but you, know, you do try to find different ways, even whether it be in a smart aspect or, you know, tackling, I mean, it's just like you said back, you know, the liquid to lips is just so vital to us and how we exist, you know? So I've even, I mean, I can't even buy vials and you know, those one ounce vials, two ounce vials. I, mm -hmm. I can't even get any more of those. I, I, I bought all yeah. of them. That's why probably <laughs> you have the budget for it. So I, I, I can't even drop off sample packs anymore. Cause I'm just out of vials. I'm out of everything. I'm just like, mm. well, cool, Matt, you have a skateboard deck with a banjo on it. It's the culmination of all my interests in one piece of wood. Nice. I'm brown. I'm I'm still waiting on uh, you to put a deck together for me. Oh yeah, <laughs> a Bumbro's deck. All right. Good deck. Yeah, we're working on it. Working hey, on you have hand you have hand sanitizer. Why not? Why not? Why Do you have face masks too? <laughs> Why not? Do you have Do you have a, a branded face mask as well? I'll put, uh, I'll we put, do actually, yes, we do. We've been. I'll put traction wheels back on this guy. Do you like the sticker on this? Oh, there's one? old Johnny, old Johnny yeah. Stevenson. I put a Johnny sticker on every skateboard now. Yeah, we've uh, we've been doing uh, um, face masks for several weeks now, and we also have uh, a shirt. Um, it's kind of a pandemic fundraiser oh, yeah. t-shirt the, uh, the essential that, yeah. flock shirt yeah. yeah that's uh we have those up on our website um we actually just launched the online store this past week nice oh so that's cool Is, isn't it pretty funny how two years ago uh weed was a federal offense and now it's essential just like alcohol <laughs> right. right how funny is that it's so strange we put those time, like everything into context of what's happened over the last couple of years and then put it into what's happened in 2020. Like, right. Where are we? What are we doing in this world? Right. Yeah, this world's pretty messed up right now. Yeah, it might get a little in more a, messed in up. In a bunch of ways. In a so bunch many, of yeah, ways. I was going to say, I mean, it's just in so many different aspects of life. Yeah, you can't even you can't even put your finger on it. You can't even define it. No. It's, it's, Everything's just a mess in so many ways, and we just, yeah, you can't even, you can't define it. Right. Yeah. Well, and even like just kind of back into our business too, where 
bars here can't even take on take or get orders because there's no reps to take orders from and so they open right. back up but like uh we want to make cocktails with your whiskey but we can't we can't sell your whiskey because we can't get it brb right. <laughs> problems that always just kind of go round and round yeah but I did hear that Southern reps are getting a call back on July 1st. So hopefully that will be a little spark in the entire industry. Oh, Southern wine spirits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're not with them, but oh, well, maybe it'll be where, spark a little where bit. Where are you guys with right now? Breakthrough. Breakthrough. How's that yeah. going? Good. It's going, it's going well. I mean, for a small brand, we have enough attention, I guess. Um, put it that way. So, they have like us and Sagamore to kind of put out there and help out. So it's good to have that, but yeah. we'll see how it all goes in the future. I don't know. Right. They, they had a team of about four people on their craft division. Who knows if they'll be brought back or not, unfortunately. And Is it that ninja team you talk about? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Ninjas. Ninjas. ninjas all day ninjas whiskey ninjas whiskey ninjas <laughs> yeah i don't know you're like it just it just sucks to see and like you're saying if the delilahs it just sucks to see your staple bars in your town like can't even open up just to yeah. like have a have a beer to go a cocktail to go anything yeah man yeah kind of service like right. I, i'm ready to come to chicago and go go to delilah's and you yeah. know set up a table and do a tasting and hang out and, you know, hang out with Mike, yeah. and just, you know, have some, have some drinks and, but you, you just can't do it right now. And it, uh, I don't know when that will happen. You know? Yeah. I think there was only 11 rooftops open last weekend in the whole entire city. That's right. Beginning of June. Like mm-hmm. we're a city that just loves yeah, to have its rooftops and hanging I out know. and being outside. I know, uh, Fountainhead was opening up this past, or, I've been there twice already this week. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. yeah. Love that. And, you know, it just, it's just a weird, weird situation right. right now. Right. We were there. Wilson and I were both there, the opening, the first night they opened. And people, I, it wasn't, I, I guess it wasn't sold out in reservations, I'd say. Busy, but it wasn't sold out. The cool thing was like no one cared about like being close to each other or anything like that. Everyone just wanted to be back and supporting one of their favorite places to hang out. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, you, know, that's the same the time, you know, you go in and everything's already you know set up accordingly, so it's like right. I don't have to worry about that because they took care. I mean, that's their responsibility. Right. You know, yeah. So it's I should be I should feel comfortable safe within my own comfortable within my own decision and and know that they're going they're abiding by what guidelines were set forth in order for them to be you know right absolutely so, you know that already as soon as i step in i'm i'm good i feel yep. good. Yep. now i mean of course you're still looking around to see how things are because it's one thing to read a set of guidelines but to actually see it put into play mm-hmm. good, yeah. things yeah 100 so, percent Yep. To see what we saw, I felt really good about it. I was like, man, this is hopefully this, you know, we're, we're on the trajectory to, to maybe hit, you know, phase four, hopefully by July 1st, or if not before. Mm-hmm. And as a state, we're doing really well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still optimistic. It does kind of suck still, but you know, to see everything into play, yeah. just, it's just, it's yeah. just nice. It's good. And it's good. It's positive. As of tonight, we were still a 10% decrease, um, which most of the country is either kind of leveling yeah. out or going up. So. Or going up. Yeah. yeah. All right. 
Well, we didn't go fucking ape shit either. You know what I'm saying? I mean, beard. Right. Yeah, no, we've actually been one of the most conservative states when it comes to guidelines of reopening, which you can take it as you will. But I mean, and that's the health side is great, but the business side, I think, you know, Mm -hmm. although even though the state is also, I, I feel doing it correctly. You come in Chicago and now it's a whole different fucking story. Now we're, we're behind a month. We're we're weeks behind, you know, because you know we opened up. Yeah, yeah. I, you know we just we opened up. Call it June first. The state did. It's fucking June fourteenth, and we cocktails to go was signed into law last week or whatever, you know. Yeah. And it's still nothing, you know. It's like we're we're behind we're still behind now i get it the you know the the concentration of people here are different but if you, the, you we know this is coming this possibility is coming why not prepare for it why not already have a set of guidelines or it's still not in, in signed yet legally it's signed it signed last week you know okay you know, jb signed it yeah yeah, yeah, so, yeah i saw that yeah now because we're so behind now Bars and restaurants aren't able to secure, you know, secure materials. They can't get the yeah, 375 right. milliliter bottles. They can't get the caps, you know. And so now with Cocktails for Hope, now we're doing a collective in a sense where uh, we're pairing up with, you know, CH and a couple other places to get a volumetric order of of containers or, you know, of, of those glass flasks, those 375s and to keep costs down so that everyone can come and just directly purchase from them. Hmm. Um, so you can like pre-order in other words, you know, with hopes that we, there's enough to keep, you know, everything under a dollar, you know, per, per container, okay. or even less, you know, so it's, there's just, you know, but again, it's because we're behind mm-hmm. as a city, not necessarily as a state. Right. You know, hmm. so, but you know it, it'll happen it'll do you know there are other places that have secured different containers for in the meantime i mean it's regulated and to police it i think it's impossible you can just hope oh, that. that seeing it this weekend it's yeah. it's out of control yeah. i mean you have people walking down the street carrying six packs of truly and beers and all this shit and you have a few security guards, a few police officers will give them all the utmost respect to like camp people and said, you know what? Hey, I'd be doing the same thing if you, if I was out here not working, drinking in the street because it's closed off, but we can't just allow it. And they're like, put it in a coffee cup. I can't tell what it is. Yeah. You know? And it's true. I mean, it makes it so much easier for us uh, here with all the cocktails to go that right. you think, all right, put it in place. Um, just don't drive and drink it essentially. Yeah. Well, I mean, the guidelines are already set forth, you know, with the transport of it, it, it can't be in arm's reach. So it has to be either in the backseat on the floor or in your trunk. Yeah. It's like anything else. So yeah. Like anything else, you know? So, I mean, I think it, it's more on us as consumers. It, the responsibility actually, ultimate responsibility falls on us. Oh, yeah. Keeping it, you know, having that consideration for others and so on and so forth and just, you know, play by the rules, man. It's not going to hurt. This is just, well, that's you know, the responsibility for everybody for when it comes to this whole yeah. entire thing is about washing down your tables and your chairs and just making just sure everything's clean. Yeah. yeah. Just follow the rules and we'll be, we'll be fine. Everyone will be all right. Hopefully. Just Matt Brown. follow the goddamn rules. And then Matt Brown won't cry. It's truly that simple. <laughs> that's it's truly simple. in a can. That's and simple. And it won't be forced to do things.